Here the old gods are dead. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, uh, this is the Creepy Bee Podcast. I'm Rebecca with Holly. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, do you want to tell folk how we can each other? Well, it goes back to probably, it was like my first job in uh, McDonald's and I met Rebecca in the, in the trenches. We worked <laughs> there for a, for a few years together and then I think we kind of scattered, I can't remember when and where else we went to work but then we reunited again and we're working at Nando's together we love the, the <laughs> hospitality vibes just can't keep away so that that was that and now you're a big big fan of my podcast oh I'm actually very excited to be here on the creepy wee pod massive fan <laughs> fangirling hugely over here um excited to be here <laughs> um so the day we're going to be doing well, we're starting a uh, we are starting a new series. Um, Liam will be back to pick it up when he's back, uh, on our area of expertise, which is local ghost stories, but in Fife in particular. Before we start, I do hear a note from Liam to say a very happy birthday to Sean. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> And then he said, may the board be with you, because I think this episode comes out of Star Wars, <laughs> oh, which is what a... oh. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Liam said, may the fourth be with you, and then I immediately went, and with you also, like in a kind of Catholic kind of way. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, to start off this episode, I am going to tell you a creepy story about where I grew up, and I'll finally just dox myself and get it uh, I grew up in a tiny wee village in Fife, which is an ex-coal mining town called Lumfinnens. First ever socialist seat in uh, Scotland, by the way. No We've got way! A street, I got oh. a street called Gagarin Way, after Yuri Gagarin. No chance! You learn <laughs> something new every day, by the way. I did not <laughs> get socialist vibes for Lumfinnens, but... <laughs> Aye, they've got there's like even a play about the like socialist movement in Scotland called Gagarin Way that it's like it's got like the Gagarin Way street sign on it. And uh, my sister, they used to live across from a theatre in Dundee, and one day they opened their blinds and there was just like the big Gagarin Way sign. And they sent me it and they were like, "Sorry, I'm not trying to what the fuck is this?" That's 
really so, is. Um, but this place, like, I, I did like hear a very very fun time growing up there. I didn't live there do, but there was like a pond that was like doing the doing the road first. Like it was across the train tracks and through some fields. And it was an old open cast mine that had been filled up with water. And I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but the vibes in this place were absolutely horrific. Like you knew as soon as you went, like there was like a wee tiny farm road that went in there. And you knew as soon as you were getting closer to it, like the vibes, just, like my ears would ring and stuff, which is what happens to me when I like, when I see ghosts, my ears ring. <laughs> Cause I'm psychic. <laughs> I'm being serious. And, uh, but this, like, folk used to, like, drown their dogs there or any other animals that they didn't want. I'm pretty sure at one point it was, like, frozen over and, like, two bairns were, like, ice skating on it in the, like, 60s or 70s and the ice gave way and they drowned and stuff. Like, very horrible. Like, you can't... Bad things had happened there. But when we were wee, me and my wee gang of pals, we got told about a ghost called the White Lady, which, very common... <laughs> <laughs> everywhere on earth has a white lady there's also one in Blingery I believe my mum told me that she was like oh you're going to talk about the Blingery white lady and I was like no I'm talking about the one man oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry for the confusion but basically this, the story goes at 10 past 12 every night when the train goes across the train tracks this ghost appears this white lady and she wails and she howls and stuff like that because apparently she was like a jilted lover and she must have been cheated on or something like that. So she went to the pond and she killed herself. God, sis. Come, babes. I feel like that's how it always starts. Do you know how so it's like, come on, when are we taking him to the pond to drown him instead of yourself? She's, she's probably in white as well because it's like her, her mum's wedding dress or something. God's bride. It is, it is. That is because we used to be like, we used to make up some amount of shit. Like, we just took it and like ran with it. And I'm pretty sure, like, my pal Chelsea was like, ah, yeah, it was her wedding dress and Ken she hung up. She's <laughs> like, your arms and legs, wouldn't you? <laughs> aye, and we'd, we'd be like, aye, aye, totally. And we'd be like shaking and mad. Like, <laughs> I couldn't get to sleep at night. Like, my oh, sister geez. could not sleep because she was like constantly thinking about this, this ghost. The white lady. <laughs> I mind one time, too, we were at the back on my trampoline and it had one of the big tents on it. And uh, we were all camping, so it was me and my sister and a few of my pals and we were up all night and we were like, well, all night, it was probably like 10 past 10 or something like that and we were talking about the white lady and uh, we shut ourselves that much that we all had to run into the house and we just slept in the living room instead. <laughs> to be fair though, uh, like how many times, I even do that now, like I'll be sitting with myself and I'll be thinking like, oh, like somebody's in the mirror or something like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do that at night. Oh, so do I, 100%. I'll just scare myself shitless. To be fair, speaking about how we used to work at Nando's, I mind them um, <laughs> and talking about ghosts and burners. I had a dream once, and it was when I worked in Nando's. And uh, sometimes when I'm... <laughs> this is actually going to make me sound psycho. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, uh, I was having a dream that it was like... You were there, you were in it. <laughs> you, it was like the last... <laughs> it was the lassies for Nando's and me. And um, we were, like, running away from something, and it was like this big, like, inception noise, like... <laughs> Like can that kind of thing, like the horror film noise. The receipt from it, we're like, and I think we must have been in the restaurant because there was like a big mirror in the corner, 
So it was like us, like stood like the Scooby Doo gang, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Tease!" I was like, "Denny, look in that mirror. I'm the only person that can handle this." And it was like, "You all ran," and there was like a demon in the mirror, and I had to like face off with it. And then I, I like, in in my dream, like my voice came like air Tanoi style, and was like, "Rebecca, wake up! There's something in your room." And then like I was like, "Oh for fuck's sake!" So I woke up in my bed and this noise is like happening again and I like look in my mirror and the Nando's demon was in no, my mirror in my room. Aye, and I up. saved you all. <laughs> I'm gonna say Dennis be dragging me into this in your dreams. So I've got to sleep the night you're scared to go looking in my fucking mirror wardrobe so <laughs> So aye, that's how I saved you for your demon. <laughs> I just took it on. I, I just took it on. Oh wait, I'm supposed to the white lady one day for you. If I ever see her. <laughs> if, if you're ever done long for this. If I'm ever done long for this podcast, I'll be looking for that. <laughs> um, right, we'll take a wee break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some real... <laughs> some real stuff. Some real ghost stories. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So, I found an absolute gold miner source thanks to a suggestion for your pal, Kami, who told me that the Alhambra Theatre in Dunferlin is famously haunted. So, my main source is a paranormal investigation conducted by the Ghost Club, who I thought were a self-proclaimed as the world's oldest organisation associated with physical research, established in 1862. Now, 
I googled it. They actually are the oldest like <laughs> association because I'm pretty sure Arthur Conan Doyle was like a part of the Ghost Club. He, him, and his wife were like massive spiritualists, so they joined up this club, and I think they're the ones that kind of made it famous. I think they got Houdini involved, but he didn't really buy into everything that they were doing. Uh, he went solo. So... He had the solo career that took off, so he left the ghost club behind. <laughs> he had other shit going on. Uh, he he was, was booked and busy. He was literally the, uh, the Robbie Williams, uh, the ghost club. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the time of this investigation, which was in 2009, so I was probably just starting high school at this point, the Alhambra had just reopened as a theatre, uh, once again, after it had served the public for many years as a Carlton bingo. I mean, so... <laughs> ghost ghouls and the fucking... All the entertainment <laughs> you could shake a stick at, why would it not be the Carlton bingo? <laughs> again. <laughs> so, the Alhambra Theatre opened in the early 1920s, and since its opening, it has obviously been a bingo hall, a variety theatre and a cinema, and presently it's a theatre again after it was refurbished in 2009. The Ghost Club say, and I quote, Since the 1930s there have been reports of three alleged ghosts which are believed to haunt the building. Over the years there have been many reports in the Dunfermline newspapers about ghostly apparitions. During the cinema and bingo years, staff reported many strange occurrences and there have been a number of witness testimonies to the alleged activity. This team is very much most haunted. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see any written record of them all being psychic, but... You'll see it as I go on, because I've done this, like, word for word, eh, their whole report, their scientific research, and it seems like all of them have some kind of psychic ability. Oh, I've, but read, it, I've read it, I know, and it's like, every single one of them has a sense or a feeling, I'm like, that's what I got as well, that they were, they were all, they're they're, they've all had a, they've all got the gift, basically, because they were all sensing a lot. <laughs> it's kind of... It's kind of like one of them, something happens to one of them and the other one, like, five minutes <laughs> later has to be like, oh, no, wait, no, I hear something as well. I feel, I've got a feeling. So the team is made up of a mother and son duo called Lynn and Greg Robertson, Joan and Derek Green, who I assume are husband and wife, but I can't be sure, a woman called Lisa, and then a few other people. There's quite a big team. They've got it written down in like military time, everything that they encounter, and I've got some of the best snippets here. So, Lynn Robertson, 1500 hours. Lynn was standing in the grand circle on stage left and she looked across to the upper box on stage right and could see a mist forming. The mist started to spread and come down and cover the box. As this was happening, Lynn was sensing a female presence. Greg Robertson, 1510 hours. Greg was looking at the same box, unaware of what his mother had seen. Greg noted what looked like a mist falling in the same area. The two investigators made separate notes. I, I like this because it's camp, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like, see when I was see when I was younger, me and my sister, we like years in advance said because we're twins, we were like, right, if anybody <laughs> ever asks if we hate t- twin telepathy, this is what we're gonna say. That's and brilliant. years later, years later when we were in primary school. Uh, the day eventually came and we filled their whole primary class by just bullshitting it. And I just feel like this, they've this maybe done sad. something similar. Like, like, whatever you, like, I, whatever answer, like, we decide to know if anybody asks, this is what we, they would go to. Like, if it's like, uh, see what I'm thinking, you're like, fucking, there's a mess up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it does get better, though. So, 50 minutes later, Lynn is speaking to one of the Alhambra stewards in the group. 
Aslan was standing and looking up at the same box, he became aware that the inside decor of the box had gradually changed. <laughs> so <laughs> it looks like then? the. I, 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 well, she doesn't explain, but my 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 feeling is is that it's changed. So it's almost like a time slip. So it's went back to the 1920s or something like that but like i've been to the alhambra since it's been refurbished and the whole place is done up in like 1920s decor oh, <laughs> so yes. i don't know how i don't know how far back in time it could have went um <laughs> at 2086 lynn's sitting in the middle of the stage and feels a present to the le- presence to the left side and felt that it was female lynn described the clothing that she was wearing as an off-the-shoulder low-cut dress and the lady was wearing a diamante pendant around her neck get it get it girl (laughs) honestly lynn has a lot to say like i had to cut i had to cut lynn's parts down because she was just saying anything and everything like it really does like the website looks like what you think it would look like (laughs) it's like black website green text there's orbs everywhere just for the dating them, it's at ghostclub.org.uk. Check them out. <laughs> uh, to be fair, when I do it on my website like that, I'm like, brilliant. There's going to yeah, be some great like, content in here. Juicy right in here. <laughs> so, in, at quarter past six, Greg, Lynn's son, is looking to the top left-hand side of the circle with the naked eye. He catches small lights of orbs in appearance coming down for the, like... So the circle's like the big row of seats that's like on the top level of the theatre, he sees loads of orbs and there's actually some photographic evidence of this. I'll put them on Instagram. (laughs) So whilst all this has gone on, another investigator encounters a full apparition of a spirit. Lisa's in the green room tuning in, which I think she means like psychically tuning into that room. (laughs) Uh, She sensed a male presence aged about in his 30s with a beige check type waistcoat with a white shirt with rolled up sleeves dark brown trousers and a dark brown bowler hat. Lisa then picked up the name Albert, because she had to get in on this, Albert (laughs) Finnegan, and the word manager. So this ghost (laughs) must be the manager, Albert (laughs) Finnegan. I'm going to say he's the the manager. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting manager. And Lisa then asked the presence if he was Mr Finnegan, and he replied insatiably that he was Albert. So he doesn't like... Even though he's a manager, oh, so he's he doesn't not a, care for he's not formal. He's a regular manager, he's a cool manager. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a cool manager. Uh, he doesn't care for formalities and all that <laughs> shit. Here comes the best bit, in my opinion. The team's version of Derek Okora and the most haunted kind of style that we've got going on is also <laughs> named Derek. Uh, and Derek is talking to Joan, who I think is his wife. And Joan's looking out into the auditorium and she notices a black flowing figure seemingly floating across, across the stage from left to the right. And the figure was positioned about the third row and Joan noted it quietly saying nothing. That's what she wrote in her notes. She was like, oh, it just quietly said nothing. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> maybe literacy maybe was not like <laughs> on the top of her mind. Right. So whilst Lynn is sitting on the stage, Derek senses an argument has taken place between the ghosts. He said that it had started in the stage right wings and then it had carried on backstage and he had sensed that the woman with the dark hair arguing with a man and that she had she was wearing lavender, that's what you could smell, I think he, he means like perfume, mm-hmm. and that she would wear a freshly cut single rose every time she was out on stage and that her heart had been broken by an incident at the Alhambra Theatre. He got that. 
all in one minute. <laughs> like, Oh, that's I love this. It's brilliant. So, at 20.37pm, Joan starts using a pendulum to connect with the spirits of the theatre. Yes, Holly, do you, want, do you want to go through what happens with the pendulum? So, I'll take over, I'll set the scene. So, the group, at this point, have then gathered in the actor's box and they've decided, right, so they've kind of said, right, this is, yes, this is no, Joan's got her pendulum. And they start asking this this girl questions. Well, already they've kind of said already that they think she's a, a girl. And the first question is, are you male? <laughs> um, and she comes back powerfully as pendulum, no. Ooh, are you female? They then go on to ask. The yes. But Marco, this is what it says in the notes here, that Marco has been sensing a woman for a period of time. After she's just confirmed she's a woman, but anyway. Um, do you visit the theatre as a patron? No. As a performer? The answer is then yes. The pendulum started to speed up. They then asked, did you lose your life here? The pendulum started moving faster. Yes. Was your death an accident? Yes. Oh. <laughs> the group well, that's anticlimactic. I know, <laughs> yes. The, the group then asked, were you alone when this happened? The pendulum then swung to no. And then they started just randomly picking out, like, it's thin air. Like, I, I'd be thinking, right, um, like, were you alone? And they said no, right? You're in the middle of the Alhambra Theatre. I don't know off the top of my head, like, how many seats there are in there, but I'd be thinking, like, oh, there, there's going to be, like, loads of people. Maybe there was, like, a crowd stampede or something. I don't know. <laughs> but they pick out thin air that, like, were there three people with you? And the pendulum then swings to no. Were there four? No. Then they kind of go back to the say, were there two people with you? And they soon she confirms yes. And they ask, was it a male? And she confirms yes. And they ask, did you know this person well? The pendulum starts then moving again very powerfully in the direction of yes. They then ask, was this man involved with your death? And then the pendulum starts going powerfully crazy, moving towards yes. And then oh again, God. it gets a wee bit anticlimactic as well. And they ask if the man was close to her and she said no. And oh. they say, <laughs> were you having a difference of opinion and no movement? So you can tell she's already pissed off. Like it's been years probably and she's not getting involved any longer. And <laughs> they ask again, did the... Did the ma- this man touch you and the pendulum moved over to yes? And what the fuck? I know. Okay. <laughs> what are these questions? Like, the thing is, like, like, they just, like, the chronological order of them is literally so random. I'm like, where are you putting, like, like I feel like because it's the group of them, they're probably shouting out questions. Like, I can see Joan with the pendulum and, like, the, the, mother, the mom and the son screaming at you, like, they're all just gone hell for leather at this point. It's like one of the scenes in The Crucible. This is what I'm getting. <laughs> just chaotic. And, um, anyway, so, so she's not saying she's had a difference in her opinion yet. They asked, did uh, the man frighten her? And she said, yes, powerfully, the pendulum's moving. And then next thing you know, Marco, he's saying, what does the first name begin with? Your first name begin with, sorry. And then he's sensing the initial C or D. And Joan, mm-hmm. here she is, she starts reciting the alphabet. And <laughs> when, thank God we only get to see when the pendulum starts moving again. Um, and they, <laughs> so they say, is it Chris? Is your name Chris? No, the pendulum swings to no. Christina? 
And yep, that's it. The pendulum's moving to yes, we've got it. Her wow, name is Christine. Two. And within two from Chris, we went straight from Chris to Christina and we've got her. Um, <laughs> and they then go on to ask, were you performing at the theatre at the time? Oh, so she was a performer. Yes, mm-hmm. she says, yes. Were you British? They then went on to ask. She confirmed, no, they just went through a lot of I like nationalities. They say, um, were you Italian? And there is a another powerful movement there yes so we've got that Christina um, was a performer she died as a performer in the Alhambra and she was Italian like it drags it again a wee bit it's like a, f- like a fucking guessing game at this point um, I'm going to ask <laughs> you for a guess who we are literally it's like 21 questions Christina's like right I fucking is enough of this but um, <laughs> so basically they, they fire through all the 1920s years and we get to 1925 um, at the movements and they asked, did something happen in 1925? Was it the summertime? She says, yes. And then they say, was it June, July, was it August? No. She says September, <laughs> yes, which I would say is autumn, but anyway. Maybe, uh, I would say like, also. The, maybe, maybe the Italian summer, we don't know. Maybe uh, September, uh, the weather's fair. probably still nice there at that time. <laughs> and then they just confirm again, is it was it September 1925? And she says, yes. And then... The group, this is like, this is cool and this isn't me. The group then all witnessed a cold spot at the front of the box. Photographs were taken oh. and one revealed a very large orb, which is obviously we're thinking to be Christina here at this time. Oh, and wow. then they go on to ask, like, if she was an actress, which she confirms. And they ask if she sings, which she also confirms. And they said, Did you sing opera? And again, powerfully, it starts moving to yes. Then go on to ask again, it just randomly segue into Did you fall from where you're an opera singer? Um, and the pendulum doesn't move. And they ask if she stepped backwards and if she fell over the side of the box, which she replied, Yes. So, Christina, <gasps> the Italian opera singer, has stepped backwards and fell off the box while performing at the Alhambra in September. 1925. I did try and research because, like, obviously the bit with the pendulum, like, they're really riding on that. I just really fear that they should have had, like, mayhaps a Ouija board or something. Oh, literally, they should have. Like, I feel like, and I feel like they should have at least thought of their questions again. Like, as I said earlier, I feel like they were all just shouting out randomly sequenced questions which weren't, like, leading on to anyone. Like, you kind of need to lead off with one another. Like, she's been there since Uh... 1920 and she's no spoke to anybody probably since that time. And, and folk are just shouting at abuse at her, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, just give me a minute, please, to gather so, myself. Like, so, well, at least she, like, it kind of confirms, I think it is a wee bit of a cool story, though, that it confirms that she was, like, an opera singer who fell off the stage and died at the Alhambra and Dunfermline. Like, obviously, we're for Fife, so we, like, I, I don't know, I think that's a wee bit cool. Like, I think, oh, wow, that's, like, a... A cool, well, not a cool way to go, a but bit, like it's like, oh wow, a wee bit of spice. Ah, like, to the yeah, but I mean, that's what I got. It's probably one of the first cursed performances of many that have been at the Alhambra. <laughs> I was at the Happy Mondays there in, in 2019, and let's just say, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like look at the conclusion that they had in the report, and like. You kind of what I'm like, like every episode, I'm like, no, believe, I believe people, like I really yeah, do, but like I... seriously, like too many cooks, perhaps, oh, no, is the I case totally, with this one. I totally agree, and it's all the family dynamic as well, like, like they're uh, not trying I... to, to one-up each other, like if I mean my mum were ghost hunters, I could tell you for one thing, she's saying she's seen fucking, like a ghost moose, I'd be like, oh my god, I've just seen an elephant, I'd be like, I'm... T- <laughs> I'm one up you today. I couldn't be stunned there. 
what I mean. Just, just too much family dynamics, too much drama. Uh, there internal politics and the goals. I feel club, like the like the women, like especially Joan and Joan. Like <laughs> Lynn seen something. Joan had to be like, no, I'm getting a feeling here. I'm getting a feeling here. Like I do genuinely think that the Alhambra might be haunted, and I could not for the life of me find any details on this opera singer that appeared for this. By the way, I um, was the same. I had a look, and uh, I couldn't find because I was thinking, well, look, we want to name's Christina, but I couldn't like I couldn't find any other either. You think there'd be some sort of like, like like five five times report or something <laughs> like that? A, a record that in the Dunfermline Press, perhaps. They, they had mentioned by chance that this woman had set off the stage and died. I mean, this is what it's like when you like day like any like kind of like, or if you watch like Most Haunted, mm-hmm. or like Ghost Adventures or something like that. Like these like paranormal investigators are like they're out of, they're like freaks like for real. Oh, literally, oh. <laughs> so it is a like one up in each other and stuff like that. But they they really did like try to like Derek set it up when he's like mm-hmm. I and she had like a fresh rose and she was wearing like this diamond necklace so you're already thinking like oh well it's a fucking opera singer uh, so yeah. then by the time that Joan comes in with the pendulum she's like oh it's an opera singer look at oh, that I'm, like, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting opera singer uh, <laughs> she's giving opera singer <laughs> I did think to look up like some other uh, Fife ghost stories do you ken about the Blair Adam Beast at all Obviously, doing my way in Fife, I'm like quite close to Kelty. Kelty has like obviously a huge area of woods called the Blair Adam Forest, and it's always been a rumour that Blair Adam is either haunted by the spirits of an old old miners in the area because it's like quite a big mining area. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a picture on Google if you Google it, like Blair Adam Miner Ghost. Like you can see a ghost with like a guy. And like a helmet that's got like a light on it and stuff and it like looks like he's got like a pick in his hand but there's another rumor and blair adams one of the places where the vibes are absolutely horrendous too um but if you walk through blair adam forest there's a big mural on a wall that say that has like a big celtic cat on it and the rumor is is that blair adams haunted or like stalked by a huge cat like a panther by the and way, it's called the Beastie Blair Adam. By the way, I mind like that I've never seen any of this like since I've been older. But like when I was in primary school, I don't know if it was the same with you, but like you would see it would be on like we're on the news, but like on like local news, like they'd be like, oh my god, this like six foot panther's just been spotted, like roaming about <laughs> this like wee mining, but like and like I lived in Cardin and they'd be like, oh my god, this like six foot panther's just like crawled across the train tracks in Cardin and like this like big beast is on the loose now but like it's like it's like that that's what that's like giving me like they're like oh it's haunted by like a big cat like you would always hear big cat stories aye well i was talking about it with sort of like a pal of mine and they were like oh you sure it's not just a scottish wild cat and i was like scottish wild cats just look like really big house cats like they don't even look like panthers but you know mind a couple of years ago there was a video in in rosai for something like did it the dock here then there was a video a huge panther just stalking like the fields and that i that's literally like that would just like crop like these stories would just crop up i think it was like slow news day they'd be like oh let's just release another big panther story and like it would be <laughs> somewhere random and, and like it, like I, I remember that and it was like in no siphon it's just like this massive like, it did look real uh, it, no, huge. Like, it looked like a panther i believe that like where else is like where else are they going to come from like it maybe it's just an untamed 
his cat, like one of the ones, like somebody's uncle brings him home like a cat. <laughs> and then it, it grows too big, so the mum lets it out and it's rolling about with that. But I believe that that's real, like the one that was like in the side. Is this just a Fife thing, though? Like, can any listeners get in contact with me? Has your local area got, like, a big, big cat story? A big or is, cat, is this just is this just a Fife thing? I feel like also, it's more widespread. I feel like there is somebody somewhere has got a sighting or a story about a big green cat. Green at Catman. The green at Catman, you can't have. <laughs> no. He's calm, calm. Do you know who the green at Catman no, is? No. Google it. Google that right, right now. Everybody go and Google green at Catman. <laughs> 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 this is not the plan. This kid is black as gold. Each rat's with his bare hands is being used to scare green oak children since the 1970s. Oh, Christ. He lives in the woods and he's a cat man. And he's actually. He just... Aye. Aye. He's like a Scottish celebrity, the green oak cat man. He eats rats and scares oh, children. Oh, that's his Literally, thing. the photo is him sitting under, it looks like a bus, and he's like scratching a rat. He's just like <laughs> some, somebody's dad. Just like. <laughs> I had another message today because obviously I was like gathering like five uh, ghost stories and stuff like that and a person who lived in Armstrong messaged and they were like oh if you're looking for something more light hearted the fishing museum he haunted wellies and like the museum is haunted by like a few pairs of wellies i'm being serious and i was gonna like i was gonna phone i was serious because i messaged this person and i was like look i'm i'm thinking about phoning them like are you taking the pass because i am going to phone and uh, i decided not to but they replied and they were like no like uh, i lived there for ages and it was like certainly a thing like they'd put the wellies like on the flare near the door or whatever or like in whatever exhibit they were in and then the next day like the folk who worked in the museum would come in and the wellies would be like up on the ceiling beams like all over <laughs> the place like they would just be scattered these wellies and oh. it was phantom wellies in the Anstruther Fisher Museum. If anybody else can like corroborate that because I never bothered to phone them because I was like you if I phone see. up and imagine he's hanging me on and I phone up and I'm like hiya um, have you got like haunted <laughs> wellies in your museum and they're like sorry like we're going to send a like mental health check on you. <laughs> 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 oh. No, that's cute though, a wee pair of haunted wellies. Oh, aye, it is, it is. Got this auction for wellies. I think that's cute. You should have phoned them for you should have, You should have phoned them, recorded it and put it on the podcast. I think you should do that for the, for the, next, the next one, just to... Just, to see what they just like the intro of me being like, hiya, um, <laughs> hiya, you've got a pair of haunted wellies, <laughs> and then it's just the line gone deep. <laughs> oh, this is how you go, has um, your museum got any haunted wellies? And then it just goes straight into the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. I will, I'll phone them. I will. That's I'll try. Um, um, but I, that's five ghost stories. Um, potentially haunted Alhambra. I'm not quite convinced. I have been to the Alhambra. And because it's like an old building and the inside it's like really, it is done up really broad, it looks old fashioned. I can see how 
you would be convinced that it would be haunted. I'm no quite confident that the ghost I, club. Like, I, I believe though, it's like if you looked me into the Alhambra, like then it just myself and it was dark, like you would 100% be totally spooked out. I, I, I get the vibes oh, it's haunted, I think. I, uh, I, I believe. I just, I didn't think everything that they're saying, like no. I think if you get, <laughs> it seemed like it was like a big group madness that they were all experiencing. <laughs> Literally. Oh, okay, that, the mass hysteria just took over, that's why. Aye, literally. This is the first time I've ever been on the podcast saying that I didn't believe this. <laughs> but yeah, I can't be I can't be an advocate for the paranormal every single episode, so <laughs> there we go. I'm like on my uh, on my sceptical shit now, yeah. even though I've just told like several ghost stories about me as a child. <laughs> like, mm. um, but if you say any other ghost stories in your local area, the idea is is that the next time we cover this like local ghost stories we'll do Inverness because that's Liam's area of expertise and mm. um, but we'll probably cover like everywhere so can Aberdeen um Western Niles Orkney Shetland everywhere so if you've got any local stories or urban legends in your area big cats etc please send them in via email <laughs> at the, the creepy podcast <laughs> <laughs> up the big cats I want to hear more big cat stories <laughs> In fact, we'll just say an episode, an episode of Big Cat. So you can send them to the creepy wee podcast at gmail.com or you can send them via DM on Instagram at the creepy wee podcast or Twitter at the creepy wee pod. And then you can also submit forms on our website, the creepy wee podcast.co.uk. And the next episode we'll be doing, you'll be very pleased to hear, is Liam's going to be back. And we're going to do the Kelpies, but it'll no be for another few weeks yet because Bexy's taking a wee sabbatical now that she's handled the podcast on her own for so long. So, I know, they'll do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.